so yesterday I was having a little self-care day. I was explaining to Kellen downstairs, like we do. Every every episode, by the way, we sit and talk for like three hours before. We're like, fuck, we should have been just recording, recording that because the problem is then we're too we're so talked out. Yeah. <laughs> so we were talking downstairs trying to figure out cold opens and you know, I just started talking about my clit. So that's <laughs> that's where we're at. That's where the cold open's going uh, with this. So but, either speed up or hang on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yesterday I was, you know, doing a little self-care day. And a part of that care is, you know, taking care of downstairs. Yes. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to masturbate. I'm going to do it. I set the mood. Said, I, said, I'm going to do it. I'm going I'm to do this. I'm going to do You list. know what? Check it off my to-do list. Haven't done that in a while. So I, you know, I set the mood, put my little sunset lamp on I, I lit a candle you know put some you know set the vibes okay mm-hmm. and then I, I went to Pornhub and was scrolling and I you know did my thing and then afterwards I was like looking at this girl's vagina and she had like a very visible clit mm-hmm. and I was like you know what I don't think I've ever really like looked at I'll my vagina at mm-hmm. like fully aroused like mm-hmm. what it looks like mm-hmm. And I, started, I like got a hand mirror and I was like looking at it. And then I was like scrolling Pornhub for like literally 20 minutes, just like looking at vaginas. <laughs> and I had an epiphany. I was like, my clit is not this like the ones that you see in the diagram where it's very visible, which like pull up the clitoral hood and it's right there and you can see it and all this stuff. I'm like, my shit really be playing hide and seek. So I came to a realization <laughs> yesterday. I've been so hard on men for like, Dude, just fucking find it. Yes. And then I realized, like, you know, I don't think I could really see it either. Because the thing is, so then I asked her, I was like, okay, well, like, maybe not even to, like, the visibleness, but can you feel it? And she was yeah. like, honestly, I can only feel it because, because I can I'm feel it me. internally, yeah, yeah, yeah. not because of my fingers. And I was like, see, that's weird. Like, not that it's weird. I'm not meaning to say it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, like, this is a lot of people as well. But to me, like, once I'm fully aroused, like, you can feel it like for right, sure like a the difference. clear difference yes. like with your fingers like it feels different than yeah. that area normally yeah me not so much and so I was like man I have been having really 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 high expectations from men to just like fucking find it mm. I'm like you're an adult grow the fuck up yeah like no grow up. know where my clit is and, and I've never seen it before and I was like oh wait 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 a second I don't really know where it is either <laughs> wait a minute I can't be I, was, I need a map for myself literally i was like i was like girl where are you hiding because <laughs> i can feel you when i touch it inside of myself i can feel it you know mm. like me as as emily can feel it but emily as these fingers i can't really be feeling it see that's interesting to me like i think it's so interesting that you can't even feel it on your fingers because like to Not me really. once i'm aroused like i can feel it like i feel like it's that area is a little bit you know swollen and whatever but there's not a there's not that big of a distinction mm. like you would have to be really paying attention See, to feel a difference yeah i'm not that, that's not wrong it's just not me yeah all that to say like sometimes Pornhub really is the best education i would actually agree to that one thousand percent i use Pornhub as education all the time yeah. Not even just to get off, just for education, because why not? Yeah. You know, like you just got to got to keep it fresh in your mind, <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely. Whatever that means. Whatever that means looking at your clit and different people's clits or <laughs> it means. Yeah. Looking at different ways to do the deed. Exactly. You never know what you're going to learn on Pornhub. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Society 97. I'm Kellen. And I'm Emily. And let's get into another episode. And with that, (laughs) 
let's get into today's topic. <laughs> Lonely men. Because <laughs> they can't find Emily's clip. Yeah, totally. That's why. That's why I'm single. No, that's why they're single. Oh. Because you ain't going to you ain't going to take them as a boyfriend if they can't find your clip. Totally not. But anyways, today we're going to be talking about this like phenomenon that's been going on, especially uh, on TikTok. There's been quite a few videos talking about this, but it's the uh, epidemic of lonely single men. Yes. Um, so there's a whole article that came out about this lonely single men era. Um, and there's a oh my gosh, I should just find the creator. We yeah. can shout her out really fast. But there's a creator that went on TikTok and basically said, like, this is a real thing. Like, this era of lonely single men. Her um, handle is C-B-O-O-T-H-A-N-G. That is her TikTok handle. There we go. And it's basically saying how, like, dating apps and, like, women are changing the game for men. Like, the expectation that we have for, like, the bar, basically. Like, Correct. I feel like a, a year ago, it was, like, all this. The bar is on the floor. Like, we have we're, such we're low expectations for yeah. men. And I feel like now we're at a point where it's, like, we kind of, like, poked fun at the fact that we had done that for so long. Mm-hmm. But now we're actually raising the bar Correct. and, like, making it a little bit. It's not that easy, quote easy but i mean we're raising the bar for men so it's like you have higher expectations than like what was set in previous times correct i mean if you would go back to like we were we were you know kind of diving into this topic earlier just preparing for this and like we were just talking about how like even for our parents like the expectation was so different like today like for their generation yeah because like (laughs) the thing is Now, like, going ghost and, like, not responding and not talking and not having good communication is not acceptable. Right. I mean, like, for our parents, like, they only had cell phones, right? Or they only had, like, landlines, actually. Yeah, I was about to say, up until, like, we were born. They they had to use, like, the house phone, right? Like, so, like, not talking to him all night, like, only being able to see him at school or, like, or, like, only being able to talk to him selective times during the day because, like, at work, you legitimately could not speak to him or her. Right, right. Like, well, yeah, okay. you can just shoot, like, a quick text or Right, whatever. but, like, today, if I text you and you don't respond within, like, 30 minutes, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yeah. Like, communication is so key these days, and I just think that, not that guys don't want to. If they like you, they will. Right. But, like, it's just, it's not acceptable to not have any sort of communication with me throughout the day, even if we're a hookup, to mm-hmm. be fair. Yeah, and I feel like that's why, like, ghosting, too, is, like, it's co- it's become very common on both ends mm-hmm. because... Also, I don't even think it's like I think it I think the ghosting thing is also becoming very, very common because we we don't really put up with shit anymore. So it's like you do one thing. I'm out like right. I'm ghosting you because right. like, there is there's no point for me to keep committing to you when it's like you're not giving me enough of what I value need. or whatever. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's why the ghosting thing's been come or has become so like just easy. I feel like. Oh my God. Yeah. And so this article kind of goes into like different things that like are contributing to men being like lonely. Right. And Mm -hmm. so the first thing that they bring up, which is the first thing I think everyone thinks of is dating apps. Yeah. Dating apps are a huge one. And like Emily's whole point, the whole time we were going through this about like dating apps is like, well, I mean, we have a plethora of of options. options. Yeah. And literally the article said like, what was it? Like 70% of users are men. Like 72. I think 62%. It's like male to female ratio. So like there's more men using dating apps than women. Mm -hmm. So statistically speaking, like women have more options than men. Correct. And I think it was really interesting because we were kind of talking about this like 
like previous generations or even just like us younger when we weren't using dating apps or before they were really like popularized. Right. You would have like, you know, three options in front of you. Mm -hmm. Each one wasn't that great. Like they were kind of shit, like whatever. But you just picked the the least shit option. Whereas now it's like I can go on a dating app and I can get 30 matches in like four hours. I mean, literally. So like it's not it's not like there aren't other op- like the grass is always greener is like really fucking true right now. right no I'm like literally <laughs> this is over a couple like weeks span but i have 132 notifications from right. hinge like not didn't respond to them or anything because mm-hmm. it's just like the validation but again yeah. like it goes into that like it's, it's just like, because i'm toxic and i use dating apps for validation i really do but the thing but but for real like it's no, like it's so to true. the point of like over what, a month and a half of like 132 likes, like mm-hmm. I could have easily responded to any of those guys, gone on dates with any of those guys, hooked up with any of those guys. Right. And you That's know what's it. interesting? I've never like, this is kind of divulging a bit, but like I've never really thought like as a man, how active you get likes. You know what I mean? Like I, I, it'd it's be, so much less. It's so much less. Really? Actually, I was, yeah. I was talking to somebody guy obviously and they were like <laughs> they, they were have like, a penis yeah they had a dick and he was like oh my god that's how many notifications you have from like just hinge today and this is, i was like yeah and he's like i would be lucky to get that in a month and it was like 20 it was like 20 notifications from like hinge damn and he's like i'd be lucky to and get it's that. not like, unless i'm not this is not my hinge account is not that good like it's not like i'm saying i'm like super hot or and also we like live that. in like a metropolitan area where there's like a lot more people coming in and out it's so very, like, like we the rotation of the weekend is yeah heavy i was about to say heavy, like heavy. we live in an area where we probably are getting more likes because there's so many random people coming in yes it's like hey i'm here for the weekend right. like want to hang want to ling what are you guys going out what on bar do you want like yeah. what bar do you want to meet up at like stuff like that it's so much easier here yeah. for sure but like yes to that point That's like crazy yeah he was like i only get like 20 in a month and i was like this is today you only get 20 in a month and you're still putting in that little and he's like effort a, to he's talk a good to looking girls. guy too but like but i'm just thinking of like all the guys and like the shit pickup lines that they send me i'm like you're only getting 20 a month and this is the effort you're putting in yeah that's so true that's honestly that's so true <laughs> but that's because they don't get the validation hey ever yeah so then they're like nervous probably when they do true because like they don't get it often so it's like then how do you and like that's probably too why it's so attractive when a girl instead of just like liking their profile like says something or mm. like you know opens what it, it like, up for them yeah true because it's like rare right so ladies take note yeah be actually putting an effort when you're signing with that hey if not you, just a like yeah if you want to move past the app right but that's it's so crazy because yeah dating apps is a big thing and it's like Right, to your point too, like if you're going to act up, great, I'll get right back on the apps and find somebody yeah. else. And I think another great part of the dating apps too is it's uh, it's showing us through a actual visual form of like the possibilities that are out there, not even in terms of like appearance or whatever, mm-hmm. but in terms of like lifestyle. And I think that's another big thing with men and like the the push that women have created for raising the bar a lot of it has to do with like the way that they live their lives so this like college frat boy for the boys gym whatever Saturdays for the boys isn't attractive to women and so men have like really you know transformed their outward appearance and outward appearance of their lifestyle to suit the female gaze finally yes like I feel like guys are finally picking up I think it's starting to I mean like that comes into like the skills that like a man can bring into a relationship are again totally different than when our parents specifically because our parents yeah. are in their fifties. Like, yeah, so, like the skill set that is needed to come to the table is totally different, right? So like, yeah, we are like 
I don't need you to be the provider in money and like having the house and giving me children. Like the definition of provider to, is just totally different. I need you to be yeah. the provider in like, like you were saying, like mm-hmm. you're getting to like skills and assets and like being funny, being a friend, like all those things like you could bring to the table. It's just so different. Yeah. And that's a huge, I think we're in like a big period right now of like transforming that. Yeah. And it's just like, that's why it's been so fucking awful to date. Yeah. The past couple of years. It really has. We were talking about this and me and Kellen talk about this all the time because we are the most like, we always think forward. We always mm-hmm. think about future. We always think about like our own potential, our potential and like what we're doing with our careers and everything. And a lot of the times this idea of like children and family comes up and we've kind of realized that like our whole generation is very different in their mentality around families than Mm -hmm. previous and a lot of that now is getting put on men to like okay you got to bring more to the table than the fact that you can give me kids because i don't even want kids mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. maybe i want them in the future but like that's you as a partner like right so like about that yeah like i don't need i don't need you to come in and what you bring to the table is okay i can work my nine to five while you raise our kids and like get pregnant and tend to the house so it's like that whole shift of like the traditional like patriarchal family setting Mm -hmm. isn't really something that our generation specifically wants so that too is even like a big factor of like do you think that that's because like we have experienced probably like the highest rates of divorce amongst like amongst like our friends and mm. family and like like you see us seeing that where it's just like that i think that for sure plays a lot into it i mean both of my parents uh have been divorced before marrying each other so i mean i mean that's the prime example right it's like divorce rates right now are like 50 percent. like my parents is technically like i think it's over 50 percent now yeah so it's like it's like they are both products of that mm-hmm. statistic you know what i mean like they both were married my father had a kid with somebody else my mom didn't but then they got remarried so this like idea of like shift from you're stuck with one person for the rest of your life now to it's like you it's okay to get what you want out of your right, relationship but i'm also saying too like so because like a lot of a lot more men have children so like in mm-hmm. in your mom's example like if she didn't really want to have her own kids but like wanted to like be around kids or whatever like true. she, she could have already had that true, like true, that can true, already true. It's like so again like i don't necessarily need you because i don't want to have a kid but you right, already do right so like and that's i think a big thing especially like in our age range like at 25 like it's not uncommon I for people to like have children or like yeah i don't i don't even want to say like hate to admit but it's like to date somebody that has a kid isn't this fucking bug. <laughs> bug has been following Emily around my house all day and it's a fucking fruit fly and I feel so bad. And I don't smell like I also just like deep cleaned my house. <laughs> so it pisses me off more. We're like talking about traditional marital values and, and I'm like, like this fucking bug like <laughs> fruit ninja over here. <laughs> Seriously. Um, no, but yeah, like for our age range right now, it's not I don't think it'd be weird to like date a guy that has a kid. Uh, yeah, especially like as like especially because we also are two girls that don't want kids. Yeah, so then it's kind of like or not so they want kids now or like anytime soon or, or like, like I mean even just like the way we're dating right now, it wouldn't be weird for us to date somebody like older. Mm-hmm. So like it wouldn't be weird for them to have a kid. Exactly. Yeah, but it's it's just it's very interesting the things that we're noticing. But then we were kind of going back and thinking about some of the things that either like we were okay with before and now we're like wait what the fuck Mm -hmm. no and uh this it was this idea and i got 
I don't remember the girl who created this video, but it was so funny. And it, she duetted a clip from the Stiff Socks podcast. And the guys were talking about um, Trevor was telling a story about how like basically before he met his girlfriend, like he didn't know how to fucking cook. Mm -hmm. He would literally just put like rice, raw chicken, raw vegetables in like an Instapot and like press start. Like and hope for the best. Didn't know mm -hmm. like basic adult things. Yes. And then his girlfriend had to teach him that. And this girl like stopped the video after that and was like. I am so sick of this fucking goo goo gaga mentality yeah. that men have of women that needed to like come, you know, teach them how to do basic fucking shit. Mm -hmm. Like, no, like that's not we're not doing this anymore. Like, like I'm I should not have to your teach mom. you to wipe your ass. Like, yeah. Like, you should be able to do basic things like cook more than ramen noodles. Yeah. Cook more than a fucking Velveeta cup yeah. in the microwave, like more than dinners or just like oven baked pizzas. Like, yeah, we need a little bit more here. I'm not. Listen, <laughs> I will be the first to. I am not like fucking bobby flay over here honey i can't be cooking like emily 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 be cooking it up she be chefing it up like come to her correct boys because let me tell you <laughs> this bitch can cook me on the other hand if it don't go on a baking sheet i don't want it but, but but you're at least knowledgeable of the nutritional value of certain foods i actually know a lot about nutritional value so i think that's the difference like it yeah. like you might not be like making the most like insane intricate dishes but at least you're fueling your body properly whereas true like, that's very true very thank like you that you just made me feel really good about myself you know, thank you, know what, you. Yeah, you're welcome you thank know you. food doesn't have to taste good to be good for you you're like you know you know the macros that you're putting <laughs> into your body so counts <laughs> It yeah. counts. <laughs> but like, I was just like, it was like a funny point that she made where she was like, this whole like, oh, a girl comes in and then you decide to give a shit about yourself. Like, no, no you should you already need to do that. You before. should already do that. Like when I meet you, like you should already know how to like cook a meal, clean the house. You should have like, especially at like our age, like you're no longer in college. Like why do you have a tapestry hanging on your wall? Or We're like, not doing that. No, I think what's so, what's the biggest shift when you're an adult? And you like go home with a guy like for the night or like for the first time or whatever. And you walk in their house. This is three things I look for. Number one, is there shit in your sink? Like are there dirty dishes just piled in your sink? If you hit me on a random Tuesday, I'm, I probably, <laughs> wow. If you hit me on a random Tuesday, you probably will find dishes in my sink. But, but what I'm saying is like you go out mm -hmm. with the anticipation of having a girl come okay. home with okay. you. Okay. Okay. Your shit needs to be clean. Like yes. you yes, need to, you I need agree. to put your best foot forward. Mm -hmm. Okay. Dishes in the sink, red flag, run. Because if he has that when he's like trying to seduce you, that means he really don't be giving a shit about anything. Or you. Number two, the second thing that I look for, what is in your shower? Mm. What is in your shower? Is there body wash and shampoo? Yeah. And conditioner the and three face in one, wash? The three in one were not. Mm -mm. No. No more. And But, but in no college, I was like. I was so easily just like, like when, whenever you would spend the night at like a boyfriend's, I was like, hey, do you have face wash? They're like, no, but I have this bar of soap. And I was like, oh, that's fine. Why did I think that was fine? Well, also, because like in college, like the money aspect too, like they don't got the money. But to if like, I could afford to do it, you could afford to do it. Yeah. But like if they just. We were to, living in the same apartment they complex. They just wanted to spend their money on some natty lights and weed. True. That's it. True. Maybe a little coke. But yeah. So, so dishes in the sink. What's in your shower? Mm-hmm. And then lastly, what is on your bed? Do you have one pillow? Do you have two pillows? Mm. Do you What color are your sheets? Mm. Do you have a plaid comforter? If you have a plaid comforter, like a, like a you know, like the navy typical, like the that. The navy red one? Like you gots to go. Mm -hmm. You gots like to go. Like your get, mom bought you, you that. You gots to grow the fuck up. Your mom bought that you that. That was probably from the Pottery Barn catalog. 
yeah. from 2014. And mom just dug it out the closet And you've for probably you. never washed it. So those are the three, those are my three things now. Like whenever I like am first going over to a guy's house, if I see any of those, mm-mm, run. I'd agree. I'd agree because like, though that's like also standard fuckboy. Let's be, f- totally, let's be real. That's also totally, standard fuckboy. Totally. But I'm going to say too, like it's just like that shows that you don't care about, about yourself. A, a lot of things because like, why are you still using the same comfort you've had since middle school? Yeah. Why don't we clean our dishes? Yeah. Especially when you have a dishwasher. Like, the easiest thing is, like, hide them in the dishwasher. My thing is, yeah, we don't live in, like, Europe or a country where it's very rare to have a dishwasher. Every single home in modern America has, has a dishwasher. Yeah. Even very, very, very old homes. My my grandparents have a dishwasher that they've just replaced for the first time since 1975. Like, even the smallest kitchens to be, like, figured out a dishwasher to be in there. They still got a mini one at least. Yes, they got something going you on. You know what? I'm saying all of this, and I'm pretty sure one of my best friends, uh, she lives in Boston, didn't have a dishwasher in her last place. Yeah, but that was also probably built, like, the, where she, like... It was built in, like, the 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably the difference. Yeah. But, but for real, like, I mean... Yeah. Okay, but then that's the thing, like, you know you gotta clean your dishes. Right. You better have like, a drying rack or some shit. Yeah, also, like, the whole, like, three-in-one shit, I'm not about it. Like, we need at least, like, body wash and shampoo. Honestly, that is more concerning to me than having just, like, a straight-up naked photo of a woman poster in your room. Yeah. I am more scared of your three-in-one, like, acts... Or your dove three in one for men. Like, no, that yeah. shit is terrifying. Something for me is like, <laughs> I would want, like, I guess now, especially like at our age, like, I want to at least come into your house and like you have like a coffee table. You have like an end Ooh. table. Like, I need to see that. It doesn't be decorated, but like, I-, I feel like that's pretty essential. You know why that's so essential is because, first of all, if you don't have a coffee table in your house, where the fuck do you put your feet? Right. Where the fuck do you put your drink? Right. Do you just not consume liquid when you're on your couch? I guess not. What are you doing? I don't know. Because my thing, my coffee table functions as many things. One, footrest. Yes. Two, drink holder. Three, a kitchen table. Yes. Like, I'm... If you don't have a coffee table, that's scary. It doesn't have to be decorated. We don't got to have books. But I, like, need to have, like, something there. Yeah. Like, and maybe, like, a matching end table. Yeah. On the couch. Because, like, also, like, you know, do you have a lamp? No, you know what you need to have on your couch is a fucking throw blanket. Like, something that I can warm myself with. Yeah, a blanket, I think that's essential, too. But, like, I think you're also, like, a psychopath if you just don't want blankets around. I think that's very common for men to just not. I didn't kill it. No. That's a shame. I I feel like it's not very uncommon, though, for men to not have blankets. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to think, like. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, that's, you're right. Honestly, if it's a guy that hasn't had a girlfriend in a while, they probably there's no they, blanket. They don't got a blanket. They ain't got no candles. No, but like, yeah, once once a guy does have his shit a little bit more together, you start noticing things like, you know, they got diffusers, they got house plants, mm-hmm. they got some throw pillows. They have things hung up on the wall, not with push pins. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it might not be my style, but it's like you. But it's something. It's your space. Right. And totally. it's not just like a naked girl. It's not yeah. pictures of beer. It's not, it's not a, not a tapestry poster. <laughs> like also you probably have some sort of headboard as well. Like mm. it doesn't have to be like a full on like, you know, whatever. But it's like something is there. Yeah. It's not just like a mattress. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here for that no more. Like when you was the last like, time you fucked a guy without a headboard? Like that's been fucking. College yeah, honestly. I was about to say. Like, Con- honestly, college. Any self-respecting man has a headboard. 
I know, but like it's just like little things you gotta totally. like think of. Like at our age, it's like. But those are those are things that like a are cues on why he's a lonely man. Yeah, <laughs> and b like why I will no, like yeah will not be staying another night. Yeah, exactly. I mean for real. And okay, so this there's so many things about like being a lonely man that like was in this article and it's mm-hmm. like really interesting. We just kind of went on a rant about like things that we won't accept. Yeah, <laughs> but um. Another thing I think I was talking about that I thought was like really interesting is how like men are only recently being okay with going to therapy and like seeking Mm -hmm. out mental health um, related like issues or like seeking out help for that. And I think that's so interesting because females have been doing it for so long that like we are in a mental space where like we know what we want. We know the boundaries we're going to set. We know the icks. We know the red flags. We know all these things. But men are so I want to say that they're afraid because I think that a lot more men are open to going and seeking mental health but i think a lot of men have used females and heterosexual relationships as their dumping grounds for their trauma and their issues and i think now at least i know like you and i specifically like i'm not dealing with that yeah i will be here i'll be i'll listen to you i will hear what you have to say but i'm not gonna lose sleep over it and i'm not gonna fix it and i'm not gonna fix it it's not my responsibility to fix it i might give you like a word of encouragement to help you Mm -hmm. but it's not gonna be a call to action for what you should go do to help yourself i think definitely this this conversation around mental health coming to the forefront of like just our generation but specifically is having a huge impact on men because it's like the first time where society is like telling men that it is okay to feel shit Mm -hmm. and that it's okay to like have issues and like to need to work through it which is honestly helping us because Mm -hmm. now we don't have to be the bad guy and and, and to tell them that like it's not my job to do these things because I think society is doing a good job of telling them that like it's not your partner's job to do that exactly and like so I have a friend who like for the longest time her like hookups that she'd had with different guys too might I add some of them were some of them like you know were reoccurring but like every single time they'd have sex they'd sit there and cry to her and it was like four or five different guys they would just cry and like dump their trauma onto her after having sex with her right that's weird you know what I've always kind of thought about guys who do that um or just like people in general, because I th- I know there's some women who do that as well. But like, it's only okay if you're like you're in a full blown relationship and it's been a while, you know. But yeah. not like I feel like it has some it has some you know some it obviously has some deeper trauma associated yeah. with it. It's just screaming mommy issues because yes. it's like you got you got the emotional safety feeling from the sex and now you're being like in this very intimate setting and you're like dumping it on another woman to like I don't know what you expect her to do like rub Mm -hmm. your head and give you some warm milk or some shit but like that type of behavior now is like it's not so yes it's not not acceptable acceptable. it's not acceptable (laughs) I will be like again like I I will listen to you especially like if we're in a relationship I want you to like yeah I want you to open up I want to hear what you have to say but like I'm also not gonna fix it right it's not my job and I'm not gonna feel guilty about Mm -hmm. telling you that it's not my job right I've been more open like within the past honestly since I started seeking mental health it really I was about to say it took me getting my own shit yes. under control and hearing from a professional uh-huh. how not normal it is exactly. to do these things to yes. people to me really re- realizing like oh i shouldn't be like dumping all of my issues on people or taking it on exactly because my thing is now that i've realized that like you said going to seek professional help myself yeah. 
then I have realized in turn, like even to friends. Yes. I'm like, listen, like I'm yes. so willing to help you. And like, I'm willing to help you in the fact that like, I'm here to listen. I'm a shoulder to cry on, but I'm not your end all be all like fix. I can't actually do anything that's going to make. No. To make it better. No, but I'm because like also I'm a type of person like talking is my therapy. Yeah. I love to talk it out. If I'm mad about something, bitch, I will be talking it out all the time, mm-hmm. all day long until I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Like I will, I'll probably tell you about it. I'll tell Anne about it. I'll tell my mom about it. I'll mm-hmm. tell the shower about it. And I'll like. And then we'll tell you about and it. And then we're going to tell you about it. And then I'm going to tell <laughs> all the miles that I put on my car about it. Yeah. Like I would do it a thousand and one times. But like. I can't come to you or my mom, well, my, a little bit more your mom. You can't come yeah. on her or like Anne or anybody else that like and expect them to fix it. You're not my you. You can't fix my problem. Yeah. And I also shouldn't be upset if you don't lose sleep over my issues. Or if you if somebody tells you like you can't be upset now if somebody tells you like that they're sorry. But like, what do you want me to do yes. about it? So and like that took me going to therapy to realize yes, that 1000 percent. and the article was saying how like like now a lot of things that like uh, the rise of this like lonely man era i mean because of dating apps their lo- lack of skill sets their lack of relationship like ability like emotional stability mm-hmm. comes down to seeking mental health help right and it's still a very like taboo thing to do for a man or for a man to like be very open about especially with this fucking like wave of the alpha male bullshit like the whole like the the thing that that like that coming to the forefront of media way 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 set men back for that whole like mental health exactly acceptability the whole thing of this article was saying and this literally came out august 9th of this year so this is so it's psychology today we'll share it i'll share it in the uh, notes the show notes (laughs) i think she just eat the bug If we don't see it again, you for sure ate it. <laughs> thank you. If you did, thank you. I appreciate it. I think it. I just ate that bug. Oh my god. Eat that bug. Holy shit, I really think I just did. If I don't see it again, thank you. I just swallowed a bug. You said <laughs> uh, Damn it. I lost my train of thought. Okay, but mental health yeah mental the whole thing of the article was also saying like men need to be seeking out mental health in order to change their actions and like be what females need today and be like who the person that they need themselves to be 100 yeah because again this goes back to everything like even like us and like we always talk about like our confidence and things that we've done to help ourselves because we need you're only here for yourself like you need to be helping you Mm -hmm. first totally before you can let somebody else in yeah and also you're just gonna be like a shit ass partner if you don't have your shit together 100 percent without mm-hmm. somebody else and like that's something that we were talking downstairs is like the reason why this st- there's another statistic in this article saying like the majority of women are more happy when they are alone mm-hmm. and the majority of men are more happy when they are in relationships mm-hmm. because we have reached a point as women where yes mental health is very normalized and so because of that we're able to like be self-sufficient and self-fulfilling in terms of all aspects of life, regardless of anything. Whereas men for, I mean, over all of time have been like, you only have to check these boxes, everything else you can get from a woman or from a partner Mm -hmm. where it's like for us, no, you have to do it on your own. And then you also have to do it for your partner. Right. That's not it. That's not a thing anymore. Right. No, 100%. Like you're 
And so, like, now with this shift towards, like, accepting mental health as men, it's, like, hopefully that will help everybody be happy and also decrease these divorce rates or whatever. But I think a lot of that all goes back to, like, yo, exactly what you said. It's, like, the mental health. It's, like, you you have to know yourself before you can – you should never just rely on somebody else, but, Mm -hmm. like, before you can, like, come into somebody else's life. 100%. So – that kind of like wraps up like everything from the article and like, you know, our yeah. opinions and all that kind of stuff. But there's two things that Emily and I like as we were talking about this, I think that were like good key points that like we brought up for ourselves yeah. too. Um, one is that like women are so, so verbal about icks these days. Like, yeah. We are so like that's disgusting. And we are OK to tell you like that's an ick. Right. Wearing cargo shorts is an ick. Yeah. We're not dealing with that anymore. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So I think like that also being like a huge thing and like men really think that it's like. We just hate everything they do, which rightfully so. Yeah. But but it's also like, no, because that's disgusting. Right. I don't want to deal with that. And it's the, and the thing about the whole verbalizing the ick. It's like these aren't new things that all of a sudden we're finding unattractive. It's like, no, we've always found these unattractive. But now we feel like we can actually tell you. Yes. But at the end of the day, it's helping men out because you're hearing all of these things we're literally telling you. We mm-hmm. are giving you the blueprint. We yes. are giving you the tools. Yes. All you have to do is apply them. 100%. And so if anything, you're welcome for talking right. about icks. And you're welcome for right. telling you but like, I also the think shit we don't want. Too, like, yes, it's to men, but it's also to females being like, you know what? Maybe I didn't think about this before. Yeah. Maybe I didn't realize that that's why I didn't yeah, like, like XYZ help- behavior yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. him or whatever. And like, I think it's like then also kind of made it come to the forefront for females I'm sorry, women. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like, because now it's in our brains like, oh, right. I shouldn't have to deal with that. I don't need to put up with this. Mm-hmm. I'm not your mom. I'm not yeah. your babysitter. I'm not your sister. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of social media as a whole is like helps women realize that. But then I also think from the male side, it's like probably hurt them. Yeah. It definitely has, but because it's, their game is no longer their game because we can play it better now. Totally. Their whole game. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, that's <laughs> it. Like, we've all, like, it's been out there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think definitely it's like, yes, we're raising the bar for men, but also we're raising the bar for ourselves to yes. like, not put up with shit anymore. Right. And then the other thing we both thought of that, I guess this also just comes as like growth and being older, mm-hmm. but it's like wanting to be with a man who has actual hobbies yes because playing video games and drinking with the boys on a saturday isn't a isn't like that's not a hobby yeah like we got into this a bit because we were talking and we were talking about how i mean there was like a i feel like it was like about a year ago where this thing went viral on tiktok talking about like do girls even have hobbies like that it was like these two idiot podcasters (laughs) but um (laughs) uh they had dicks so that's why they were stupid (laughs) Anyways, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but they were talking about I mean, like we have vaginas, so we're kind of dumb as well. So we are smarter than everybody. Correct. Um, but anyways, they were talking about how they were like, "Oh, do girls even have hobbies? Like, what do girls even do?" Mm-hmm. To which I raised them, "What the fuck do you do?" Because I have yet to meet a like, like I feel like only immature men don't actually have hobbies, and like mature, established well self-respecting men they do quite a bit of things same goes for women Mm -hmm. but like i'm thinking back to like some of these fuck boys that i dated or whatever and i was like y'all really didn't do anything Mm -hmm. like for fun besides Mm -hmm. get drunk or play video games right or get high right so like that's another thing 
Look for the hobbies, ladies, because yes. a hobby tells me that they know what they want and what makes them happy. Okay, so like to me, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to lie. To me, I think, like, a man playing golf at my age is, ugh, I don't want it. Because but, I don't want to go do it. But listen. But. But I like the fact that you're going to go out with your boys on a Saturday morning. You're going to go do your thing. You're going to have your time with them. You're going to get whatever you got to get out of your system. Go hit some balls. And you're going to come home and you're going to be good. And you're not going to need me to fulfill so, something in your life. Because exactly. you have fulfilled it yourself. Exactly. And that's what's so important about hobbies and like. Oh, the, I didn't swallow the bug. What did I swallow? The bug. I just swallowed again. <sighs> it's been a bug journey. I'm telling you. <laughs> But that's what's so important about hobbies is because it's a self-fulfilling thing, right? So, like, the reason why I never – or the reason why I don't think video games and drinking and smoking or whatever count as hobbies is because you are still not fulfilling something. And you're mm-hmm. seeking that from me. Mm-hmm. And that's not fair. And I think that goes into, like, certain things that I do that I wouldn't consider a hobby – so, like, I have to go do other things. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to go figure out what makes me happy for me and not need that from a partner. Mm-hmm. So, like, even right now, if you're listening to this and you're like, what the fuck? All I, I don't have any hobbies. Like, I just like watching Netflix or watching whatever. Like, you can still turn something like that into a hobby. Like, one example is, like, my older brother obsessed with, like, film. He loves film. He loves movies. One person might say, like, okay, he watches movies. That's not a hobby. But it's, like, he makes it into something that is he's passionate about and like fulfills that thing the in his thing life that he needs just and like because we were talking about you with the also, gym right and also like the thing that's that's his alone time maybe exactly and that's also his yeah. time to be him yeah to be and like yeah for me like okay so we had a whole debate about the gym and i think that a lot of people especially like really like gym freaks would argue that that is my hobby because mm-hmm. it consumes your life when you're yeah. deep in it it does consume your life from the way you eat from the way you wake up from the way you dress the way you move throughout the day like mm-hmm. everything it's like literally when you're in it that's all you can think about all you can think about is like the hour you get to go to the gym and it's so crazy but it's true mm-hmm. that could be considered a hobby but also, I think to Emily and I's point is like going to the gym and like taking care of like your physical health is also just as important for your mental health. So it's something that you should be doing anyway. Yeah, it's not like a an added bonus that you are allowing yourself to like enjoy. Yes. Whereas like something like golf on top of going to the gym yes. is because it's like it's an external thing that you're seeking out to like fulfill that need. Whereas like you were talking about your CrossFit training yes. is different than your usual gym going to the gym because you were like, you know, fulfilling this thing that you wanted to accomplish mm-hmm. and it was going to make you really happy and like all of this. That's like, that's my only thing about the gym where I'm like, that doesn't count as a hobby mm-hmm. because it's like, I feel like you should be doing it. Yeah. Regardless, like you should care about yourself exactly. and your health. Whereas for me, like yes. a hot girl walk, that could be a hobby because that's a little bit different than because, me but you just already going, went to the gym. Exactly. So then also like as for men, I mean, obviously we have mostly females listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So like other things that like I would say considering that would be my hobby outside of work and in the gym would be like, it sounds dumb, but it's skincare. Like to me, mm. that's time of my totally. day that I, I look forward to doing my skincare in the morning, my skincare at night. Like I have masks, I have sheets, I have lights, I have all these things like ice rollers and like whatever I feel like doing that night or that day is what I do. And like, it's just time to be, myself and it makes me feel so so good when it's done that like honestly sometimes it feels better than sex just because like it was like me time Mm -hmm. and like it's something so simple but then also I watch YouTube videos on all the time I'm always educating myself on it yesterday 
I took a friend and we like went to this like it's called like the lip lab and uh, we were making our own uh, lipsticks and the p- person who was like helping us like the expert used to work at Sephora oh, we nice. sat there the whole time talking about yeah skincare like products yes and like ones that she uses ones that I use and like I was we like honestly she didn't like us at first because we were a little bit late but by the end she was like y'all were fun mm-hmm. we just sat there and talked about skincare the whole time right and you like had that in common yes but like I love that mm-hmm. I love like bouncing that off of people and like it's because it's something that I thoroughly that fulfills enjoy. you and your like intrinsic need to like a be a part of a community and mm-hmm. then be like a, se- a sense of self-fulfillment yes and that's why hobbies are so important to have before it so, entering a relationship it can be so like little and minute to yeah. you but then it's interesting because like you could get into a relationship and then you get to share that hobby yeah so, like especially for men like skincare i mean i think it's a little bit more common now but mm-hmm. like skincare isn't as like prevalent also in there like like you said using a bar of soap yeah but like that's something that i care about so much that i guarantee actually it's funny um i have some friends who sent me this meme the other day and it was like a guy and he was like my skincare before yeah my, my skin for, for, before my girlfriend just puts like the water on his face mm-hmm. my skincare after me my girlfriend 18 steps later yeah. like and they're like that's gonna be your boyfriend but like i want to i want to share that because it's like the knowledge like the things that i enjoy right or you even better you meet somebody who's like that's already an important mm-hmm. thing in their life and then you guys are able to like grow that together and like discover things whatever but you shouldn't have to like settle for somebody who's like a not willing to just like do things that make themselves happy Mm -hmm. because they're always going to be seeking that from you Mm -hmm. and then be like respect other people's shit Mm -hmm. but i think yeah all this to say like the bar is being raised women are setting that bar and fucking about damn time like it's about time that we tell them what we want and like sorry go be sad and single until you fix your shit and then you can you know reap the right. benefits of a relationship and it kind of goes back to last week's episode where emily was talking about like speaking up for yourself and yeah. like that doesn't just go for like random people that you see at a, at a concert like yeah it also goes for like relationships and you and like your standard and like don't be afraid to let them know because honestly that's also attractive yeah it's also attractive on there and when they have a standard for you mm-hmm. and you have one for them and like i mean to anybody who's like trying to date and it feels really hard and like it feels like dating is just shit right now like I think it probably is because I would agree dating right now is shit I think especially our age men are in this weird transition period wait it out you know it's Mm -hmm. gonna we're gonna get to a point especially as just society continues to progress in terms of this discussion around mental health I really think like the girls who are like 13 right now by the time that they're our age i think it's gonna be like not a whole new world of men but like i do think if we continue to have this conversation and continue to keep raising the bar it might be tough for us right now but we're the pioneers but but everybody is gonna benefit from it. no for real and i think we're gonna benefit from it too totally it's gonna get to a point where like even the guys now are gonna be like oh Shit. And the way that we will like as a generation raise our kids Mm -hmm. to have better communication styles to be able to talk about their mental health it's like helping out people in the future in the meantime find your hobbies find the find your hobbies find the things that light you on fire yeah without other people yes because that is the most important thing for men and women i think that's the moral of the whole story is like you can't be happy with somebody else if you're not happy with yourself exactly and i think a lot of men suppress not being happy with themselves and that's the that's i wasn't that's the whole point of the article but i think that's like kind of what every point goes back to you know because like they've never seeking been allowed, validation yeah. through other things 
and that's it but this was totally. supposed to be like moral of the story whatever it was just something that we saw on tiktok and read the article and we found it really interesting and we thought a lot of our audience members would benefit from hearing that yeah and understanding that like it's okay to have a standard for them it's okay to yeah want them to have a headboard and not have three in one shampoo <laughs> like that's okay yeah you're not asking for too much no that 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 right there is is the bare minimum that's below bare minimum like talk that's- about raising the bar no 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 that's the lowest the bar can get yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> it should if it gets lower than that i mean there's no yeah. bar but it was just an interesting topic honestly and it was yeah. fun also for emily and i to kind of like sit down and like dive like dive into it and be like holy shit that's so true yeah and to like realize like a all the shit that we used to put up with Mm -hmm. and b to like just actually see the shift in like Mm -hmm. guys that we've dated recently or just like dating profiles in general so sorry if this was more of a selfish episode for ourselves but that's what this podcast is about but i mean it is (laughs) our show (laughs) (laughs) but yeah with that i think that's it yeah i think so too thank you guys for listening this was fun and we shall uh talk to you next thursday but before we go i am i'm the worst at this i'm the <laughs> worst at this i swear to god i swear every damn week every damn week I'll be sometimes doing this. i'm like i'm like maybe maybe i should maybe this it is off the, i know but, but like, also it's too we're, we're, we're too in deep. too deep we're you, in too you, deep it's like this is your role now all you're, right you're the finisher well with that i'm kind of you can find me at come on instagram there we go and i'm emily starns you can find me on instagram and tiktok at starnsy don't forget to follow the podcast on instagram as well We are at society97.pod on Instagram. And we will be posting a couple times a week now asking some questions to poll for our guide episode. So definitely interact with our Instagram stories there. Mm -hmm. You can also find us on TikTok. We are at society97pod on TikTok. Please, please, please interact with our content. I think we're getting shadow banned right now. I don't know what's happening on TikTok, but follow comment comment like just like anything. share anything literally anything Your favorite emoji we yeah see it i mean literally please. i don't know what's happening with our tiktok but i don't please. know either but we also have a youtube channel where yes. you can find vlogs every every other tuesday yes and then we're also doing the guide videos every other tuesday which is more in-depth uh conversation around female health and wellness and just being a human and normalizing all that good shit so also if you have good topics for that mm-hmm. good stories for that send us some stuff on in our dms or over our Gmail account. Yeah, our Gmail. But make sure you like our, you subscribe there, right? Yeah. And you subscribe, subscribe, turn on your post notification, like the video. And yeah, we shall talk to you guys next Thursday. Keep okay, bye. Keep okay, bye.